Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your boy Gully. You're now in tune to Room Twelve Thirty One Dopest Podcast, brought to you by LSO ENT. Today I got a special guest, and I've been having special guests all all this time. It's been a frequent thing, but I got a special guest, longtime friend, Day Day. She in the building. Round of applause for Day Day. Today we're going to speak about co-parent, and especially in like in the black community. And I don't know the statistics. I should have looked at them, but. In today's society, there's a lot of broken homes, not just in the black community, all communities, especially in America. Um, divorce rate is crazy. And just um, like people having children out of wedlock is is a common thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not dissing that. But we're going to talk about co-parenting and how it affects the household, specifically the children and the relationship, the dynamics, um, you know, long term effects that we feel that may impact the children. And how important it is to co-parent and co-parent effectively. Because one thing I will say is you don't have to be with someone to be able to co-parent and raise a child effectively. It may not be 100%, but you can work together with that person. So starting off, I want to speak to you about co-parenting. How important do you think it is to co-parent? I think that it is very, very vital to co-parent because a child needs their mother as well as their father. Both parents bring something different to the table. A woman is a nurturer. A woman is the provider, the one that the mom goes to if they get the boo-boo. I feel like fathers have more structure. Structure. The father can teach them different morals and values and beliefs if they were brought up that type of way. So I think it's like a give and take, but it's very, very, very important. I think that in an aspect of co-parenting and it being healthy, though, you both have to come to that type of understanding. And I really feel like that emotional tie that you had or have with the other parent plays a vital part because moms is bitter, just like dads are bitter when it's broke up and it's said and done. So instead of them looking at it in the, the child's best interest, they go based off of emotion and how they can affect or feel, make the other parent feel, which isn't good because the child sees that. So you feel like people should co-parent and get out their feelings pretty much. Yes. Okay, so in your household growing up, did you have like both parties um, in the household or was both parties co-parenting? So my mom was married to my dad for a long time, but once they divorced, um, he was no longer there, of course. And he was there for a little bit, but then he kind of like dwindled out and was MIA. And how did that make you feel? It was hurtful. Um I was used to my dad being at my house every day and then they broke up and it went from three, four times a week to once a week to I'm coming and I'm on the porch waiting for him and he never came. So, you know, and he stopped coming around when I was maybe like 11 or 12. And I think in a little girl's life, that's like the most vital time that she really needs her father because and not out in the boys, but that's when she's coming into womanhood, you know, might start getting her menses, et cetera. And she needs that father figure. So, when she hits that age, 13, 14, 15, she's not out in these streets looking for what her father isn't giving her, like trying to fill a void. Okay. And so do you feel like your father leaving the household and basically cutting off communication 
at that age, do you feel like that had a negative impact on your on your life and how you go about co-parenting? I don't think that it um, affects me on how I co-parent, but it definitely affected me as a child growing up because there was things that I felt like I should have been able to go to my father too, or him just being around and seeing how he was without being with my mom, but still like his daddy's girl, mama's boy. So it's like, I don't know. I just wish that he was there because as I grew up personally, I looked for things with men in the wrong type of way. Mm -hmm. And I think that that affected me in a bad way. Whereas if my father was around and, you know, he showed me certain aspects of how a man should treat a woman or, you know, don't settle for this or don't fall for that. I think it would have been a lot better. I would have had something like more of a little bit of a game plan instead of being out here trying to figure it out on my own. Now I feel you on that, you know, same situation for me. I I, I come from, I, I guess what you would define as a broken home and, my dad didn't really teach me anything, and I and I um you know I wanted to have a dad as we all well we we all want both parents you know what I'm saying so I definitely feel like there's things and I had a, I have a stepdad you know what I mean shout out to my stepdad but you know um I also had situations in my life where I feel like damn I wish my dad would have taught me I wish somebody would have given me this advice and maybe my mom tried to but you know what I mean like. I, maybe even I had the advice, maybe I would have listened to my dad. But my mom was trying to tell me stuff and you know, like, you ain't trying to hear that shit when you're young. You know what I'm saying? So I made a lot of mistakes in my life. And, um, I think I, I might've avoided it if I had a little bit more of a, a guidance and a role model. So I, I agree with you on that. And so with your current uh, situation right now, are you married, single, divorced? What, what's your status? So with my children that are still in the home, because I got a few kids, but um, I was with my ex on and off for 12 years. We were married. We've been divorced for a few and um, we're trying to figure it out. It's hard because there's still emotions tied to it and um, we're both moving forward. But, you know, at least on his ex side of the fence, I feel like it's still a lot of emotional ties and. Um, he'll try to pick, I feel like kind of pick just to start an argument, even if you have the children. So, you know, I try to like, just keep that over the head and just keep trying to stay positive about the situation. But it is hard because like I said, it affects the kids. Like you, you think you're hurting me. I think I'm hurting you when we're trying to be vindictive or petty, but it's the children that see it. It's the children that suffer. Well, how long have y'all been divorced? We've been divorced three and a half years. Okay, okay. I mean, that's that's a while, but it's not that that long. You no. know what I'm saying, like that. But damn. See, that's that's one of my thing. That's one of my biggest things. Like for me, like okay, for me, and this is just me. The first year, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. You know, you want to go back to that person, possibly depending on how much damage has been done. But after a year, two years, three years. I mean, it's different. Y'all been y'all been married, so that's a little bit different. But that's to that's that's it's it's a it's a bond, but it's still like a, it's a title. the The personality relationship is going to be the same as being in in um in a regular relationship. It's just that the responsibility is a little bit higher, right? Yes. You know, so but so when I see somebody like three years and they still ain't over the shit, like come on now, like and I'm not trying to diss you. That's how you feel. I'm just saying to me, like I'm like come on now. I don't sit there like me personally. I don't got beef with none of my exes. Um, you know, some of them is trash ass hoes, 
But that's just being honest. I'm not even like, be, that's no beef behind it. It's just who they are, you know what I'm saying, or, or how they treated me at the time. But I wish nothing but happiness on them. As long as you're not interfering with my happiness, if you happy, I don't feel no type of way. So it's no bitterness with me. And, you know, I come from... um. A relationship. I'm a I'm a I'm a single father. You know, shouts to the single fathers because you know they act like niggas don't take care of their kids. But I'm a single father, and you know, I don't have any bitterness against my daughter's mom. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of weird when I see like people still holding on to these these things. It's like get the fuck over. It's over. Yeah, I can agree with that. But you know, I guess for my situation, it was just a little bit different because it went from mom and dad being in the same house and the children seeing him every single day to now we're not together. And now you're picking them up on weekends or you're picking them up once or twice a month, you know, like, and then I got all girls with them too. So that makes it a little bit even more challenging. Um, but you know, you just got to really make the best out of the situation. And I think over time things will be easier and granted we've been divorced for three and a half years. We've dealt with each other on and off throughout the three and a half. Granted, we weren't married. So I think that that's where the, 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 I don't know, maybe him still being in his feelings took place, but you got to let that go. Like you just really got to let that go. Exactly. That's how I feel like, let it go. My guy, it's over. It, it may, it might not just be over for right now. It might. And maybe later down the line, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, but let it go. Men and women, please let it go. Nobody is worth crying over for years. Please, okay? Like, whether you did wrong, they did wrong, get over it. Learn. You feel me? Let it go. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Stop chasing at the people. Let it go. Stop being a bitter bitch, all right? I'll say let it go and stop trying to force something that you know is not aligned. You know, for many years with my ex, I just kept trying and trying and trying because I wanted my family so bad because I came from a broken home. So I'm like, I don't want to repeat that cycle with mine. But, you know, if it's not aligned, y'all don't see eye to eye. You know, things aren't changing on either end. It's time to go your separate ways because there's somebody out here that will appreciate you. And single moms and single dads don't think that there's not someone out here that will love you and appreciate you being a single parent. Because where people get misconstrued is they feel like, oh, this person got a bunch of kids or they got two, three kids or whatever. However, you know, I don't want to have to play mommy or daddy to some, somebody that ain't mine. And it really don't have nothing to do with that. It's just love and respect them. That's it. They got another parent. Now, if you got a deadbeat, that's something different. But for the most part, you just want your partner or the person that you're dealing with to accept and love your children as if they were theirs. And if they had children, they would want it reciprocated. So, you know. You just got to take your time with things and you got to heal because when you and them toxic relationships and situations with the person you got children with, your kids see that. And then in their mind, you're making them feel like it's okay. Like it's okay to argue. It's okay for mommy to put her hands on daddy. It's okay for daddy to put his hands on mommy. It's okay for her to be crying. It's almost like you're molding them. Like when they're kids, how they're brought up plays a huge factor on how they are as adults. Huge. No, I 100% agree with that. And I, and I say that all the time, like um, a lot of our problems is childhood trauma. A lot of it. I would say 70% of your problems you have right now stems off of childhood trauma in one form or another. You may not know that, but it, it usually it is. Something happened that traumatized you. You couldn't get over it. 
and now has you dictating and playing a role how you act in your day to day. Saying that he can't get over it, right? Completely. How has that impacted the co-parenting? Does he not fully participate in being a, a parent? Or? So I feel like he's not a deadbeat, but he could be there a lot more than what he is. And that's another thing. And um, I'm not trying to talk bad to the dads, single dads. Y'all winning for sure, because it's very rare do you hear of a man being a single dad. Very rare. Well, at least I haven't. And I'll be 40 in a couple years. But as far as him, like, I feel like if I was still dealing with him intimately or I bowed down to what he wanted, he would be around a lot more. But because I'm not and I have up boundaries and I'm standing my ground, it's like, oh, well, I'll deal when I want to deal. But it's like, well, where's my free time? Because I'm not a woman that just sit in the house and collect welfare. I own, I, I own my own business. I'm successful. I have multiple degrees with them, with multiple children. I have seven children that range from 21 to five. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here getting in like the next person, but where's my free time? How can I get out and live life or even meet a new person? If you know, my whole world is revolved around my children because you're being selfish and you're not being fair and just like, I didn't make them on my own. So I shouldn't have to do it on my own. I shouldn't have to ask you to come get them. You should know, okay, well, it's 31 days in a month. Let me get them every other weekend. They they, they do live with mom. Or, uh, hell, I'll get them every weekend. That's, f- what, four, f- four to six days out the month? Yeah, and you know, me personally, I have a thing against people, male or female, that do not take care of their children. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't have to be major. You don't got to be paying $500 a month in child support or something like that. But when you don't take care of your children, these children are nice to be here. No one told you to get off in this person or let this person get off in you. Today's society, we got so many things to prevent it. You got plan B. You got um, fucking, what's some other contraceptives? Birth control, condoms, spermicide. Exactly. You got all those things and you still drop the ball. And then you don't want to do nothing. That's some lame ass weak nigga shit, in my opinion. We and when I say weak nigga, I'm talking about men males. and women. Yeah, men and women. Because despite despite you saying that you don't know too many um, single fathers right there, I do see an increase in single fathers these days because there's a lot of hot girls, summer chicks running around here, want to twerk the ass two four seven and shit like that. And don't really want to take care of their kids. But then on the flip side, you got a lot of women that work two or three jobs to take care of their kids and. I do see an increase of men starting to get custody of their children, even though it's a very, 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 very difficult thing in the legal system. And that's a whole nother subject. So if you want to holler at me for tips, fellas, holler at me. But, you know, there's no excuse for not taking care of your children. You know what I'm saying? Not one fucking excuse. Not one. And even if you feel some type of way about your um, babe, your children's mother or your children's father, you really got to put them feelings to the side because it's really about the kids. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't shaming nobody, but it's a lot of females out here. Like he said, they ain't shit. Amen. They get them BBLs. They feeling they self. Oh, I don't want the kids or this is the crazy shit. They don't want the kid or they barely get the kid, but they still expect that seven, eight hundred dollars in child support. every month. Yo, you know what's so crazy? That's crazy. That's retarded. (laughs) And I'm all for child support. Listen, if a person, male or female, 
is not taking care of their children and you are struggling, even if you're not fucking struggling, for the simple fact that that person feel like they don't have to be responsible, it's all about being an adult. Fucking put them on support if that's what you feel need. I have no problems with that. I only have problems with people that put your, put, put their other party on support that's really they're trying to help and you're just looking for a come up for yourself and you're not caring about the child. That's some lame ass, boat, dusty ass shit right there. Or some bitter bitch or bitch nigga shit, right? Definitely bitter. Definitely. And it's a lot of bitter motherfuckers running around here, man. Listen, I'm not bitter. Listen, listen, if you bitter, man, get you a therapist. There's no excuse for being bitter. Like, if you're not getting no ass, beat your meat, get you a toy, you'll be satisfied. You know what I'm saying? You'll be satisfied. The feeling will, will, will pass. If you can't let the feeling go, get you some motherfucking help. Please. Because for me, for about nine, ten years of my life, I paid child support and I had to pay child support and still have to fight just to see my daughter. And I was never a nigga that said I didn't want to see my child. I had to literally fight to see my child while paying child support. And while I'm paying child support, I'm doing the daily father duties and buying clothes and things like that. Call, bought her a cell phone so I can communicate doing my visitations. And when I'm not allowed to get my visitations, I'm fighting in the legal system to get my visitations. And you know what? Um, not to get too personal, but like um, he said earlier, he's known me for a long time. I've known him, what, over 20 years? 20 years almost? Yeah, can tell you? A long time, like eighth, ninth grade type stuff if not younger. And, you know, he's always been about his child. He's always, I remember when you was going through everything with the court systems, you know, a lot of people just give up and you was one that didn't give up. You know what I'm saying? And then even on the child support tip, like a lot of men feel like, Oh, well, whatever you get is what you get. Don't call and ask me for nothing else. You know what I'm saying? And when you go in the extra mile and you paying that on top of everything else that you're doing, you're a good dad. So why make it difficult? Or that mom or that dad that really want their kids and really want to build that bond with them. Because now they're going to be asking questions later or ain't no telling what twisted uh, remarks you telling the child uh, as to why mom and dad's not picking them up. Especially if it was already a plan for them to get picked up or something. It's just not cool. Definitely not cool. But you know what? People are so selfish and we live in a selfish society where no one's no one's well-being is important even your children besides yourself. And a lot of people will sit there and they'll, um, they'll lie to themselves and making excuses on and justify their actions, even though it's flawed and it's all about being selfish. So just the, for example, I don't know, probably not in tune with it. Um, cause you don't really be on social media too heavy. Have you heard about 50 cent and his son? Yes. And I came across it because I I'm on Instagram here and there about the child support. Mm hmm. How the son said that wasn't enough. How in the hell wasn't that enough? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, boy. Bro. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Yo. That's the rent, the utility, yeah. and your clothes every month, bro. Exactly. Exactly. He's wildin'. But you you know what it is, though? It's and resentment. He, he They got something going on. It is resentment. I, I ain't gonna lie. I think it's his mother. That sounds like his mother talking to him. Because, like. He said, yo, oh, I live in New York City. Okay, you make you're getting eighty thousand dollars in child support. And someone brought and the guy that was interviewing him was like, Yo, bro, but he's giving me sixty seven hundred dollars a month. What is your mom put into the equation? Like, you think and that's the problem with the legal system. 
the legal system basically said, it says this, and it's really um, set up against, I think, minorities, particularly blacks, because they believe a lot of blacks have kids and minorities have kids out of wedlock. So when you have a kid out of wedlock, the law in the in the child um, battle or custody battle, it's a little bit different. If you had children out of, children out of marriage, they view you completely different. They're going to treat you completely different. Now, it still may not be in your favor, but they look at you differently. When you don't have kids out of marriage and it's out of wedlock, they treat you differently. You know what I'm saying? And by default, depending on the state, women are just entitled to things. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was going to say. They favor the mom more in most cases. And a lot of the times the moms don't be shit and don't do nothing for the child. But they'll give the child to the mother over the father. For what reason, like you said, I don't know what the, what they categorize the single black man that got the black girl pregnant or whatever, but that's really how it would be. And, it, and, it, and it's very, very, very tragic. So, like, when it comes to the uh, co-parenting, I mean, have you tried to discuss these things with, with the other party to try to let them know how important it is to co-parent um, with you so that it can improve? improve the relationships with your children or do you actually see your children the effects of non-co-parenting with your children do you see that right now so it's in and out but like i said things are getting better like right now my children are with their dad okay he picked them up on thursday they went to the beach he'll, he'll be bringing them home tomorrow nice um i've just learned that when it comes to him i have to be i have to give him like the gray rock like if it's not about the kids if it's not about i'm picking them up this day or I'm, or is it okay for me to come by and see them? Whatever the case can be, I try not to entertain it because I feel like when you go off into another realm outside of the kids, mm -hmm. that's when the problems come. And it took me some time to get here. I'm not going to act like I was the best co-parenter because I had my angry stage, my petty stage, uh -oh. but it, I did. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Um, because I was just hurt based, mm -hmm. you know, we were married and I didn't want the marriage to end and it wasn't, I wasn't the reason that it ended, but you know, you, you just have to come to a point where it's like enough is enough and it's really about the kids it, and, and that's just that. So when he has time, he picks them up. I wish he would get them more often, but you know, there's dads out here that don't get their kids at all. They don't even acknowledge their children. So I feel like you got to sometimes take the good with the bad. True. And and on the flip side, I will say there's some people that don't get their kids at all or even try to get their children. And then there's some people that have to really, really fight to get their children. Mm -hmm. So it's it's both it's on both sides. And um, I was going to say, so you had your time of pettiness. What were some of the petty things that you was doing? Come on, let's hear it. Well, just picking or, you know, if he was dealing with a female. Oh, I don't want my kids around her. And, um, you know, just thinking emotionally um because my ex has a lot of mind games with him I, I call him the master manipulator actually but um you know outside of that it wasn't nothing serious uh but you you learn to get over that you, you just really have to get over it and now it's crazy because it's like the tables has have turned now you the one with the oh uh, uh but it's like we're not even on that at all so i don't know now, now I ain't gonna lie to you. You just didn't give me not one example. 
I you, did. You no, know, you know you did. You gave me a lot of filler talk. You didn't give me one example. I what told, did you do? I mean, nothing crazy. Like I never um like pulled up or no crazy stuff like that. I think it was more so a lot of arguing with us. Or if I was in my feelings and he said he was going to come get the kids, I'd be like, no, you ain't coming to get them. There you go. I was like that for probably the first, honestly, year on and off. Oh, damn. I was. Um, I was a better bitch mm. that first year. Mm. I can admit that. But um, you get over it, mm-hmm. you know. And now he's married to somebody else. And I might not like her per se, but I know she's not going to mistreat my kids. So I kind of just bite my tongue when it comes to my personal feelings when it comes to the shorty. Yeah, no, I'm, I ain't mad at that. And I'm glad that you admitted to it, that, that you, you was doing that because I think that that's a common tactic. You know, it's so weird because I, when, I, when I run across people that have children, there's two things that usually play out. It's very, very rare when people are co-parenting, at least in the community at least it seems like in the black community. And I want to, that, um, this, the black community, I'm just talking from my perspective. Right. But, it's either this is either the um, the male is not being active, right? Completely active and doing all he can. Or it's the female that's bitter as fuck. Right. And keeping that person away. Um, very rare. They're co-parenting and things of that nature. And um, so you do have a you do have a segment of people that are actually trying men that are actually trying and just being denied. But the, you, you can never give up. Learn the law. Right. And fight to the death. And then you have uh, a segment of people that are just not giving a fuck. And usually the people that don't get a, usually don't give a fuck, they don't really get put under pressure. Like, I feel like the niggas that don't do for their kids, the moms get so accustomed to not them not doing nothing. When they get in a relationship, they don't even expect the nigga, to, the baby father to do anything. They be like, like I was in a relationship and I kind of felt like the woman wanted me to do everything, but. And that's nothing wrong with that because you're in a relationship. That's what you sign up for. But at the same time, not holding the father, the real father, to no fucking accountability. This nigga could pop in and out and, and you be cool with him. But if I'm not, like, that's crazy And to I'm me. just your partner and we don't have any children together and you have higher expectations from me than what you do of a person that you made life with or that's, created life with. Yeah, that's crazy to me. And that's what I'm saying about my ex-husband. You know, I just was on some stuff like, you know, I know that you are on the road a lot due to your career path you chose, you know, but I don't get to wake up and decide if I want to be a mom today. I got to do this shit every day. So why do you get the option of if you want to pick up your children or see them? And, you know, we would go back and forth because he would always say, I know I can't see them all like that, but... Even if I come back for five minutes to give them a hug and a kiss, that should suffice. But it doesn't. Because if anything, if they haven't seen you for two, three weeks, and then you pop up and give them $10, a hug and a kiss, and you back out for two, three more weeks, what was the fucking point of you popping up? My personal feeling. You know, they want to spend time with you. Take them to the park. Yeah. Take them. Go to the movies. Go play dolls with them or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't think that's okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, I was thinking in my head, I was like, well, it depends on what his career. Sounds like he's a trucker. He is. Um, but, you know, even when you have that downtime, downtime even if you want to rest, you have responsibilities. And, and responsibilities just doesn't mean financial responsibilities. It's emotional, physical responsibilities. You got to physically be there, especially because <clears throat> the, the youth, when you're young, it just flies by so fast. Like kids grow up so fast. 
and adults grow up so fast, like niggas is gonna be old soon. You know what I'm saying? And so like you 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 should want to be there more than just oh I'm here for five minutes and give you ten dollars. Hey, you see me? It's like you're doing the bare minimum just to say you did it. Yeah, and then my thing also is you know it, it just goes to prove a point of when feelings are still involved because if I'm dealing with you um, on a sexual level, you, you you doing everything, but the minute that that's cut now it's okay well I ain't really doing what I was doing before so it's like a manipulation tactic because it's like if you're getting what you want you all good with being there financially for them like unfortunately I just had to go file child support I have four children with you you haven't helped me in six months financially at all Mm -hmm. and then when I tell you you know you should be helping us you tell me you had to teach me a lesson what lesson was that Cause I'm still out here doing it every day without your help. What, yeah. What was the lesson? I'm confused about that statement. I don't know. Did you do something to piss him off that he felt like? He I mean, said? maybe may, I probably made the comment like you need to do more. You're not doing enough. Like we in 2022, it, everything's high as hell. That's a fact. And then they're young. So it's like, they want to do extracurriculars and I don't have a problem coming out my pocket, but I shouldn't have to do it all on my own. I agree. I agree. And so he wants to be, a father when he gets to sling the pipe. Facts. A full-time dad. Not even a full-time dad. He's just around a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Opposed to if he ain't getting a Uchi Wally now, you just want to come around when it's convenient for you. And that's not cool. Well, here's a suggestion. And it's a joke. Maybe you can get you a, a, him up for his birthday, a mold of your vagina, and now he can have <laughs> it on the go. <laughs> and maybe he's going to act right. Two four seven, cause he get to fuck you when he on demand. You know what I'm saying? But no, all jokes aside, though, like that's weird as fuck, and people really gotta grow up because, like, I know our age, so he has to be somewhere around. Be older that. than us, like, bro, get it together. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on now, it's like there's more to life to just fucking. You know what I mean? And I know, um, that's just like, I think a good bit of men like the hunt, and I've like. Female, I said, hump. That's some old school shit. And I and I know females like to do it too, but like that cannot dictate you. you cannot let that run your rule your mind. You gotta, you know, what I mean, handle your responsibilities because at the end of the day, for me, like my dad went to jail um, when I was young. <clears throat> and next time I see my dad after that, when I moved from New York City, is when I was about <clears throat> eighteen, nineteen years old, and I moved to New Jersey with my dad. And, you know, as much as I, I, I really wanted to um, have a relationship with my dad, and I still got love for him, it's cool. That relationship can never be what it could have, should have been because you never, he never really, in my eyes, been a real dad. You know what I mean? And I don't mean to diss him, but I feel like I've been more of a man than he has ever been. And now, so for me, trying to repair a relationship, I can only look at him in the eyes of, okay, we cool. Yeah, and then sometimes it just be too late. Yeah. You know, it's very vital when a child is young to have their mother and their father in their life. And once you become an adult or you are to an age where it's like, it don't affect me that he not around or she not around no more, it don't, they don't care. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the absent parent has to realize. Like once you have your epiphany or you decide you want to change your life and you want to be in your kid's life, 
hell, they 16, 17, 18. It's like, don't come over here trying to talk to me about nothing for real. Like, be glad I'm even having a relationship with you. And it's not a relationship that you should be trying to repair. It should be a relationship they trying to repair. Facts. I was just about to say, I was thinking that in my head. I was about to say, you know, a lot of these adults be feeling like when they abandon their children or whatever the case may be, it don't matter if you went to jail for whatever you chose to do all these things, right? Unless you was incarcerated for something you did not commit, you were at liability and fault, right? And that's your responsibility. But I think a lot of these old people be so have so much pride that or adults, I wouldn't say old people, but adults have so much pride that they feel like even though they damage the relationship, it is their child responsibility to rebuild that relationship with them because they are the parent and they demand respect. No, you destroyed the relationship as the older person. It is your responsibility to try to mend that relationship. And if it does not get mended, it does not get mended. You know what I'm saying? Like when, like you said, when it gets to the point when that person feel like, fuck it, I don't need you no more. It's, it, it it will never be the same. I'm not, I can't say that you won't have a relationship, but it will never be the same that you'll get to a point where you feel like if that person died, I mean, I feel bad, but I don't really it's care. Not affect me. Like yeah. It's that. not going to yeah. affect them. Like my daughter at 16, her dad did 11 years in jail. He got out about three years ago and, you know, he tried to build a relationship with her, but you know, she was very cold and offstandish. And he was like, why won't you, you know, try to have a relationship with me. And she was like, you took too long. My mom raised me. Yeah. That's who I respect. Yeah. And then you want to come and try and regulate something like, bro, you wasn't here. Yeah. And you did what you did to sit down in them, them 11 years. So you can't even put it on nobody. And, and people got to recognize that too. You know, the choices you make in life, if you're a parent affects your kids. Yeah. Good or bad. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and, and definitely gotta, you gotta take that into consideration. Like, again, you gotta, you can't be selfish when you make these decisions. There's so many different precautions you can take. So when you make these decisions, you gotta make them for not just yourself. You gotta make them for the other person. I just find it very strange when people have kids and don't want to take care of them. It's very, very strange to me. It was like, bro, you didn't have to do it. You know what I'm saying? And like for me, my daughter's mom that really doesn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? She's a bum ass bitch. Round of applause for that. Let me call. Round of applause for the bum ass bitches out there. So she's a bum ass bitch. And I don't got no bitterness. I don't got no beef for her. I'm just saying this is sad because, you know, that's just what it is. But you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous, man. And I had to I had to jump through hoops, had to go back and forth. Custody court. Here you did. <laughs> Yo, years. Years. Niggas don't even understand, like like I'm I'm a person that I was told to um at one point in time like you know you should just you know stop fighting like you know and your child will understand when they're 18 but I don't know how to stop fighting especially for someone that I love because I look at my daughter as a version of me it's like me reincarnated in real time you know what I'm saying it's weird when I look at her and I see the same features and the same hands and the same feet it's literally and then the same personality to a certain degree it's like me reincarnated in real fucking time how can I look at this person and say I'm going to stop trying to have a relationship with you even if that person grows up and they don't want to fuck with you you can at least say you did all you could to try and then that's on them but when you don't try and you literally give up 
because you let some dusty nigga or bitter bitch get in your way, then that's on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very important, like, for both father and mother to be in that child's life, whether you co-parenting, whether you're in a relationship or not, because it does play, play a role. Like you say, your daughter looked at her father like, uh, nigga, it's too late. That's exactly what you told him. That it's too late. It like well like like it, hey listen you need to do this uh nigga what? When he first came home he was like you know I, I um want to take her for a while build a relationship I'm not gonna say he a bad he's not he was young and made stupid decisions that put him in that predicament but he's always been a good daddy came home straightened out his life he take care of all his kids but the only one he cannot bond with is my child and that's his oldest daughter. And she's just not with it. She ain't. And it's unfortunate. I tell her, you know, you got to let that, you got to get that out your heart. You know what I'm saying? It's not good to have that type of resentment towards somebody, especially someone that helped bring you into this world. But hopefully, you know, over time, she'll soften her heart and try to have a relationship with her. But I can't force that because at the end of the day, I've been rocking. and I've been with her since day one. So, you know, hopefully it gets better. but. That's only time to tell. I agree. So let me ask you, do you think that this whole um, dynamic of um, broken households, right? What they call it, right? Do you think that's something that was done by design or you just think niggas, it's like, it's a bunch of fuck people running around here. Honestly, I think it was built. It, it, it was, it was designed and, and it started with welfare. Started with welfare back in what the eighties, maybe seventies, and all this feminism stuff. Don't get me wrong, I'm a woman and I'm independent and all that. But at the end of the day, I would rather be a housewife, home cooking and cleaning, and my husband being the provider. Like too many women be acting like they don't need a man, and we do. We need a man. We need a man. We do. And I feel like we we were separated. When, you know, they came up with the food stamps and the, and the um, cash assistance and, oh, well, we'll give you this, this money, but you have to put this man on child support and he can't live in the house. You know what I'm saying? That's where it started. Or they, they took away all of the jobs that men use their hands with, for the most part, like the steel mills. And I mean, it's still here, but once they broke that down and then the crack hit, the crack era hit. What was you going to do? So I feel like that's what broke up a lot of the homes. And then now we in 2022 and it's more important for people to be in the club than to be home with their kids. And even if the dad's around and having a dinner and having a conversation at the table. So, you know, I was brought, my mom brought me up differently. So I still have a lot of those good um, qualities and stuff embedded in me. But I mean, it's broken at the end of the day. I'm not married anymore. I don't have my um, children's father's father there. And hopefully we can get to a place where, you know, you can come over every once in a while for dinner and we can just show our kids that we don't have to be together to do that because mm-hmm. that's what it's really all about. But I definitely feel like it was designed. And like you said earlier in the podcast is so many of us having children out of wedlock. And I feel like that's where the real issue is, you know, we could just be out one day, even one night stand. So many one night stands turn into a product of a child. Mm-hmm. You don't even know the person or we rushing the shit with people. And now we pregnant and we having babies. 
And there's no guarantee that person going to be around. You know what I mean? Women having kids and dropping them off at the dad's house and never coming back. <laughs> that's crazy. Facts. <laughs> like, that's really how it be. And yeah. the women now are way worse. Way Yo, worse. I agree. Like, I ain't going. And see, I don't, I don't, I don't like to make it a, a woman bashing session. I like to make it like 100%, like try to be in the middle, right? Um, but there are a lot of women that are dropping the ball. And I'm and I'm not even just going to say dropping the ball because especially if a man's not doing nothing, he dropped the ball as well. But there's a lot of women that just seem, I don't want to say a lot, there's a, a good bit of them now that that seems like it's on the increase where they don't want, they like, fuck this kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm more trying than to, half. Facts, more than 50%. I'm trying to fucking live it up. <laughs> like they beating the kid up. They done dropped the kid off the porch. They ringing the doorbell, drop the kid on the porch, running into the car and driving off. Like you that's see, weird. You see how many um, cases there are in today where the moms are killing the kids. Yeah. Sad. What? You could take something that you brought into this world. You was better off getting an abortion. Oh man, let's let's talk about abortion real, real quick. We're not gonna talk about it too heavy. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, people have the right to do whatever they want. You know, when you say you you're better off getting abortion, I think like for me, um, it's like a touchy situation because it's it's a situation where like okay, the mom might not want the child. She ain't gonna take care of the child. What if the dad want the child? He don't get a say so on that. You know what I'm saying? I think that that is selfish. Okay, so there's pro life, and then it's what's the other one? Mm-hmm. Okay, so either you for it or you not, mm-hmm. or whatever, pro-choice, pro-life, whatever. I don't <coughs> yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's pro-choice. I think I'm pro-choice for sure. And the only reason why I say that is because there are a lot of women, like I understand that the man helps create the child and, you know, the woman might want to um, abort the child, but the man wants you to keep the child. But at the end of the day, and it might sound fucked up, but she got to carry that baby. She got to push that baby out. Mm-hmm. and that's 10 months that ain't two weeks you know and she might have resentment like i would rather a woman get pregnant and know in her heart that she's not going to be a good mom or she knows she's going to mistreat that baby and let that baby come into the world and be here and you abuse it then to eliminate the situation before it, it get any further yeah but you shouldn't abuse your child regardless you can like put your child in foster care the abuse is just you saying i'm gonna keep this child but fuck this child it's weird that's very weird and that's a complex that they clearly was brought up with dude i don't know man you can raise your kids right and they just be thrown off yeah genetics (laughs) genetics and just like some people some some people are just fucked up like actually i think there's it's a lot of people are fucked up in society. Right now, you got people just murdering with no fucking care of human life. Oh, nigga, uh, you got them shoes I like? Bow, bow. I'm going to take them off for you. You're dead. And some niggas will rob you and just kill you anyways. You know what I'm saying? It's a cold fucking world. I try to tell that to my dog all day. It's a cold fucking world. And I'm trying to prepare you for it. Like, what you see on YouTube is a fantasy. Okay? And these people that you watching on YouTube, they got the bag. Yeah. This is a fantasy. In the real world, no one gives a fuck if you eat or starve to death. Motherfuckers out here raping, human trafficking, organ trafficking. Motherfuckers wild. Especially that organ trafficking, man. People paying them rich people that got um what con con congestive heart failure. They need a new heart, can't find a, a donor. 
oh, I'll get you that heart, but I need 225000 mm-hmm. They pissing that out. So they're going to find that young black boy because we got the, the better, we got the, we're, the, we're the best at everything. We got the better organs, all of that. They're going, they going to, you know what I mean? Young black kids, they find him. All the organs gone. Yeah, I know. Everything. Yeah, I know. And, pe- and people might think that this kids know. It'd be like. Adults. All adults, of that. Adults, six foot, five, 250 pounds. Anybody like, that's a stereotype damn. that they feel won't fit the description, they coming for you. Listen, don't come for me. My <laughs> liver and kidneys is probably fucked up. I drink a lot. I did a lot of hookah and smoking blacks early in my days. My shit fucked up, probably. You ain't gonna get much from me. I got a, I got five dollar organs. So, so you you know. ain't no organ donor on your uh, license, are <laughs> Hell you? Hell no, nah, me no neither. Because you know, if you an organ donor and you about to die, they will let you die. Shit, they'll let you die without being an organ but, donor. Bro, facts. <laughs> let you have a good half a good kidney or half a good heart or something. It's a rat. Like, oh yeah, he can survive. He got a five percent chance. Oh, it's Paul the Pug, man. For real. <laughs> you know what I'm but no, nah, but you know, um, just to get back on topic, like it's very, very important. Like I, I see the effects of um, not having both children, um, parents in my in my daughter's life. I see the effects of that. And uh, <clears throat> for a long time, you know, I've been fighting. I've never been a nigga to sit back and just take the L. But I've been fighting to be in her life, and obviously, I have primary custody right now. But I see that like she kind of was molded to 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 feel like i'm supposed to be the part-time father you know what i'm saying it's okay if i don't see my dad on a day-to-day basis but i must see mom you understand or oh i love my mom's side of the family but my dad's side of the family they're okay and it's and it's and it's fucked up you know what i'm saying i don't blame her i'm just talking about the situation's fucked up it should never be like that it, Every child needs both parties, both sides as a family. It's one thing if, if someone's toxic and you keep the child away, that's one thing. But, you know, just to keep the child away just because you let your emotions get away. And this crazy thing about it is these it's not even like these people these people are hurt, but it's not like they're completely hurt. They just want their cake and ice cream. You understand what I'm saying? Like they'll have a they'll be in a full fucking relationship with somebody else and they're still fucking bitter. And that's my situation. I, I mean, um, you know, I had to I, I got to a point where I, I started doing research because I'm like, why do, do this person act like this? Like and at first I thought he was like a sociopath or something. But then when I started looking up narcissism, he's a narcissist facts. A lot of a lot of feminists use that word these days. No, and I'm not on no feminist stuff, but you know, just the patterns and what I mean, I've been dealing with this man on and off for twelve years. So it I came to a point where I'm just like, What is it? And then he came from a broken home. His mom wasn't around. So he wow. resents women. His dad raised him. Wow. His dad had him at sixty eight. Sixty eight. Sixty eight. God damn. So his dad was born in like 1920. Oh, how old was his mom? Young. Like how, how was it? 30 years she difference? Was more than that. He had him at 68. I think his mother was in her mid 20s, but he looked very young. So he lied about his age. Time out. Hell no. Swear. Time out. 68. <laughs> had him at 68. There, there's only so much lying you can do. Brother, what did he no, say? He no was 45? He, he, yeah, he said he was in his, you know, mid-40s. The 
the, from the story I got. But yeah, that nigga was born in like 1921. 68 is damn near deathbed. He died when he was fit. He passed away when he was 15. So he lived a long life. Oh, he was slinging a pipe to the 20 year old. Shout out to his father. <laughs> What's his father's name? I ain't gonna put that out. There. <laughs> Shout out to his father. This nigga was 68 slinging a pipe all night. Pulling 20 year old. Yeah, hey, and he was giving it to. Well, I don't know if he was giving it to her right. She might have just, you know, he, she might have made him get off early. You know what I'm saying? He tapped out at three pumps. But, you know what I'm saying, shout out to that nigga. Um, and then he raised his, his son, which is an admirable thing to do. And like you said, for him not having his mom there, he you felt you feel like, did he confess to that? He definitely has mommy issues, and, and he's made that clear. He has a lot of resentment toward her, and I think that plays a huge part. And as he, how he is as a man and how he treats women today, mm-hmm. it, it does. Do he treat them like they're beneath him? Yes. Yeah, and he doesn't have respect for him. It's like, uh. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, either you deal with what I what I do or you can keep it pushing. He lacks empathy. He really does. And not to defend him, I think that's just society, honestly. Like, I don't think nobody cares about empathizing with anybody. Like, like you can do everything in the world for a person. And they're still not satisfied. Yeah, they're not. And then they don't they don't appreciate it. They'll still shit on you. Like you be like, oh yeah, I, I didn't I seen something like well Will Smith, he um he I, I guess he did their um fucking anniversary, he bought out an amusement park or some shit, and he did something for Jada and she just wasn't satisfied with it. according to his story. She just was like, uh, no, this ain't it. That whole situation is crazy and and, and in that situation, me personally, I feel like Will was the victim. I do too. And you know what? To, to get back on the co-parent, they co-parent, right? Mm-hmm. But their kids is a little off. They all off. They, they all they got, got underlying issues. <laughs> yeah. All of them, especially the one Jaden. I think that's his name. Yeah, Jaden. He, he even came out and said that, like, I went through a real rough time when I was young. And I was, you know, even the daughter was like, I was crying out to my mom and nobody was hearing me. But when you live in, you got that social status and you got that money, you know. Are they even really around? True. So, so, and so we, so to get back to co-parent, they co-parent, but it wasn't effective. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people had this idea. I talked to this one chick before and she was telling me like, you know, um, black men, they don't, they're not there for black. She was on some feminist, new age feminism because feminism, just to get off, get off topic real quick. Feminism was about w- women's rights, right? Mm-hmm. Being equal it had nothing to do about bashing really men initially it was about equality now for a lot of these new age feminism it's not about equality equality it's about bashing these niggas you know what i'm saying and uh that's really bitter bitch syndrome get over it you know what i'm saying a lot there's no good niggas and there's good niggas there's no good women and there's good women stop picking the no good niggas i said that a million times so um you know she was telling me black men are not there for for um black women and you know mexican niggas and stuff like that they're there and they you know they they stay with the family and i was like okay even if you stay with the family if the environment still toxic is just as damaging as not being there you better off not being exactly because if you're just because you're in the same household but the nigga slapping the fuck out of the wife every day bitch bitch 
or she ripping this shit up and burning this shit up and hitting him, that's not good. And even if y'all are not doing that shit and y'all are living in the same household, but y'all don't see eye to eye, y'all dating other people, the kids still see the shit. They can pick up that it's toxic. So don't underdone it just because you want to hold it together for the sake of doesn't mean that's necessarily the thing to do. We're talking about co-parenting as acting as responsible adults and, and, and holding yourself accountable and functioning as a responsible adult. When it comes to your children, because all that toxic stuff, like you just mentioned, all it's doing is showing the children or making them feel like it's no, you're normalizing it. You're saying it's okay for dad to hit mom. So if a man hit me when I get older, it's okay. Cause mom did it dad and it's not okay. Or mom getting upset. Cause women abuse men too. We ain't going to take that out. Cause women be beating men up too. Have you ever beat on a man? I have defended myself. Oh, she done been abusive. I'll just say <laughs> <laughs> whatever I did back in the day. One time I put my hands on the wrong person oh, damn. and, and, uh, Lesson learned. Very humbling situation. Don't put your hands on somebody and think your ass ain't going to get slapped back. That's I, simple. I agree with you on that. I definitely agree with you, but I won't, you know, I won't even comment on that because that's not a good thing to be in. Um, so as far as co-parenting is, is, is concerned, do you feel like that because we come from a lot of broken homes or so the statistics say, do you feel like it's had an impact on the black community in terms of like where we're heading and how we, we, we act when I look at a lot of these niggas and I look a lot of these, um, these, um, women, a lot of the influence is heavy on the entertainment, particularly hip hop. And I, and I do music, you know, or did music, so I'm not bashing it, but do you think it impacts the way that we're coming up now? Like how we perceive it. There's a lot of feminists out there, black women that's on some feminist stuff. And then there's a lot of niggas that's on some fuck fuck women type of shit. How do you feel that's impacting us? I think that um, in the in the times we live in today, it's very corrupt. There's no real guidance. I mean, there's some people that still believe in, you know, co-parenting and marriages. But even now, people don't even want that. Like, they feel like it's overrated. I'd rather just be out here fucking niggas or niggas fucking females and you know, that's it. There's no morals. There's no values. There's no beliefs. Like, especially with the children, like the children that's coming up, like what good role models do they really have outside the house? And then it's like, okay, they might have a good mom or they might have a good dad. Hell, they might have both parents in the house, but if they're influenced by Instagram and TikTok, and you know, they're not teaching them nothing anyway. They're really not. They teaching them the next best the the next most popping song and how to do a little dance you know what i'm saying and that's why i be trying to pull my kids away i told them like them phones is about to be a wrap because y'all not learning nothing like you're just you're you're not it, it and it's not it's not anything positive coming out of it. it it's just not and i think that if we continue to um embed ourselves or entertain the social media like I do is just like a like, like a mouse race and you, you just on a wheel and you just keep going, going, going until you burnt out. I think that we have to get back to where, you know, we we're we're, we're teaching the children. That's another thing. We don't teach the children. A lot of people don't teach their children anything. I agree. They don't. And um, that's where the problem lies. Also, I'm not saying you got to be super religious or anything like that, but you got to embed certain things into your children because then they'll grow up accustomed to it. And then 
they'll teach it to their children who will teach it to their children, you know, the generations to come. And, and we don't do that, you know, and, and I'm guilty of it too. You know, how can I get upset at my child for knowing fuck nigga free, Mm -hmm. but I'm blasted it in my car. Yes. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying like with the, with the children, you definitely, they, and that's why it's so vital for both parents. Like, you know, women were nurturers, you know, um, we love the children and, you know, we, we're just the moms and that's what moms are supposed to do. But I feel like I'm a, I'm a firm believer in men are more organized. Men spend money more wisely and they're way more structured than women. They are. We'll let shit slide a million times. If dad say no, and I mean, no, it's almost like the kid respect the father that's active in their life more than the mom. And I go through that now. Cause I tell my kids now what y'all do here. Y'all wouldn't dare do that at y'all dad's. But y'all know y'all going to get away with it with me because I'm too passive with y'all. And that's why it's important to have that um, balance because that's mm-hmm. what it is. The masculine and the, and the feminine. feminine. Yep. And even if the roles were reversed and the woman was more masculine, the man was more feminine, it's still a balance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And life is about balance. This universe is about balance. Every aspect of this universe is about fucking balance. Every drop is about balance. And so, like, if you don't have that balance, you're going to teeter to one side or the other very seldomly do you have a person that has no balance that in the balance in themselves out you know what i'm saying it takes life journeys and obstacles and trials and tribulations to get to that point for most of us and most of us don't even get to that point before we die we usually fucked up when we die you know what i'm saying like you know doing something to cope with our issues that we have you know what i'm saying so i think that's why it's another important factor to have both parents and, and have both solid parent we can't have two parents and they're two fuck people or one's a fuck person and the other one's not you know what i'm saying like just because you were born with children um doesn't make you a parent all it makes you is uh uh um i don't even know what to fucking call it all it makes you is a person that has a child that doesn't make you a parent a parent is when you actually step up and do the things that you're responsible of taking care of be responsible fucking be responsible in 2022 i feel like if the whole system is telling us you don't have to be responsible oh you know what if you don't like um if if you did something and you you know you don't like it then you don't have to you don't have to fess up you don't have to be responsible you know if you have a kid you don't want that kid you don't have to have the kid you know what i'm saying if you if if you feel like um you know uh you did wrong you don't have to confess to doing wrong, it's like it's that person's fault. If it, if it, if 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 I wouldn't be like this if it wasn't for you, well, where do you take responsibility in your own actions? And a lot of people don't want to do that. They want to keep pointing the finger. You know, well, you didn't do this or you didn't do that, and I and I'm guilty for that too. Sometimes not with the co-parenting situation, but I got to take accountability to where I may have had my shortcomings to make things how they are to some extent. Um, but, you know, you it all really boils down to you wanting to evolve and really become a better you. And a lot of people ain't ready for that. They'll say they're ready to change, but a lot of people don't want to elevate because it's harder than what it is. You got to break a lot of cycles that you've been doing all your life to become a better person. And a lot of people would prefer not to do that. So 
I know that you said earlier in the conversation that um, when you were young, you, you know, experienced men looking for that father that left, right? Did it make you resent niggas? Did you have a, a, a subconscious resentment or a conscious resentment against men? I don't think that I really had resentment. I just didn't have any respect mm. for men. So when I was younger, I had a whole different um, outlook on men. And um, how they played a game with females, I played the game with them. And I was real good at it. <laughs> but, you know, when you get older and you have children of your own, you, you got to look at things a little bit differently. And, you know, looking back at how I was, even as far as dealing with certain men, I never even would have dealt with them. Had I had a different mindset where I feel like had my dad been around, I probably would have made different decisions because I felt like the man that brought me into this world ain't here and he act like he don't care. So why should I give a fuck about the next one? And and not even on a dad point of view, but just a, a man in general that's talking about he want to deal with me. Well, how I know that you're not going to do the same thing he did, you know, I can kind of compare it to, you know, my situation that I was in, you know, my dad and my mom divorced and then he stopped coming around. And then, you know, I was married to him. We have multiple children together. And now it's like you kind of slipping and you repeating the same cycle that I went through as a child, but now with our kids and I would rather avoid that. Cause I wouldn't want them to feel empty then to have you come in and out when you feel like it, either you going to be a full-time parent or you not. And if you're not going to be consistent, keep it moving. And if they decide when they get older, they want you in their life or they want to build a relationship with you. Cool. But I don't think it's fair to any child to have a parent that's in and out at their discretion. That's not fair. No, I, I agree with you. And, and again, I feel like the nut to me, that's a level of toxicity. Right. And I feel like sometimes as um, parents, we got to make the conscious decision. Like, is this person. Them being around, is it more valuable or is it detrimental? And I try to tell it to my friend where, um, yeah, you know, your 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 daughter's mom is acting X, Y, Z, according to him. I, I don't know. You know, everybody has their side of the story. And I'm like, sometimes you got to make that decision. Is it worth going through the hassle with this person? Or is it better to keep that per that child away from that person? Because sometimes just like a lot, sometimes we try to have the other person co-parent and force them to do him or her to do their job. But sometimes it's worse for them to be around. Mm -hmm. They might have a more negative impact on that child than not having an impact on that child or having a negative impact on that child for not being around. Sometimes it's better they're not around. You know what I'm saying? And you got to sit down there and make that conscious de um, decision outside of selfishness. You do, but I feel like even if you do decide to take that toxic person out of the child's life, it's still, either way, it's affecting the child. It is. It is. And, and, and that's the part that you kind of, like you said, you got to play, you got to just play by ear and, and see, you know, even if you're with, you know, if the child's with the other parent and the parents bashing the other parent in front of them, 
You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of parents be on that. Oh, your mom ain't this or your dad ain't that or he did this or whatever. However, like that's just as bad because now you giving the child misinterpretations. Like if the child looks at the mom or the dad, like, oh, they love me and they're loving and they're caring. But then when I'm at the other one house, here you go talking bad about mommy or bad about daddy. Now you confusing the child, especially if they're not seeing these things that you're claiming. Yeah, I agree. So I guess it's all with give and take for real, for real. And, you know, you just really got to put your feelings to the side, make it strictly about the child or the children, because that's what it's really all about at the end of the day. And if you truly love your kids, you'll, you'll, you'll evolve and you'll be better. Like we all can be better. None of us are perfect parents out here. We all, every day we make mistakes. Every day we live, we learn something new. You know, I'm not going to say I'm a better parent than my dad than their father i'll just say i'm here more and i experience a lot more being here opposed to the absent the absent parent and and you got to pick up your slack i agree so you know this um i usually have the podcast for about an hour so it's going on hour 10 but i will say just to wrap this up and this was a good conversation we probably missed a bunch of different things uh, but we spoke on a bunch of things i think that was valuable what are some key things you can that you would recommend for individuals that have um, children that are not together? Uh, what are some things that you would offer them or advise them to co-parent better? I think that communication is key. Um, you definitely have to be able to have a civil conversation with your ex-partner when it comes to the children. Um, if you can't do it and you need to have a third party involved that y'all that you trust or they trust to do the communicating, then do that. Um, I'm not huge on child support, but if necessary, do it. But if you could come up with a verbal agreement financially or y'all both sign and get it notarized, then I think that's a better route than having a white man all up in your business, honestly. And I also just feel like you just both got to love your kids and, you know, you both got to show them unconditional love regardless of what household that they're in. And it's nothing wrong with two parents um, understanding the fact that they could not be together, but we have to be civil and show these children that we can be civil around them and while with them. No, a hundred percent agree with that. Definitely hundred percent agree with that. I do want to say to touch on, um, to have people involved. Yes. Whenever you get the court system involved, you sometimes you have to, you literally have to, but whenever you get the legal system involved, understand that these people a lot of times don't look at you guys as human beings. They look at you as case numbers and they don't really they care about the subject at hand, but they really don't care. You know what I'm saying? They want to get your uh, ass the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck on out here. And they 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 don't really they don't really look at the best interests of the children at times. They're looking at the best interest of how they feel in that moment. You know what I'm saying? And for men, it's a lot of it's negative. They're not going to really be on your side. And a lot of times it does more damage than it is helpful for the, for both parties, especially in certain States when they get the children involved and the children has to testify. It's very emotionally impactful on that child. And it's really hurtful to that child. And a lot of times they don't want to get them involved, but you know, they will get them involved. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, before you have to go to the legal system, cause I've been in it 
for like 13 years. So before you have to be into the legal system, try to work it out. Co-parent 50, 50, as much as you can, like 50, 50, that's just being pure, unselfish, 50, 50. You know what I'm saying? Like if you are one of these people that don't want to take care of your child, get it the fuck together. Lame ass nigga or lame ass bitch. And I, I hate to have nigga and bitch. This is how I talk. It's salt and pepper. It's seasoning on the on the on the combo. But get it the fuck together. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no reason why that you can't get it together. If you can fuck, you can do something. You know what I'm saying? And if fucking is what you're great at and you can't do nothing but fuck, at least get paid for it so you can pay your take care of your child. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't get paid for fucking, then maybe you shouldn't be fucking. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, uh, there's no excuses. Work together. Life is short. Time is short. And, you know, understand, you don't want your kid, you know, just as we looking on TV, you don't want your kid to be running around here like Jeffrey Dahmer because he fucked up in the head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's not even funny, even though I chuckled. That's not even funny. But that nigga was fucked up. And his, and according to the story, his backstory was fucked up. Understand that things that you guys do in selfishness does have a long-term effect on your children and it will damage them. Might be a serial killer, might be a rapist, might be abusive, might be alcoholic, drug addict. It's partially your fault. So man and woman up. Any last words? No, not at all. The um, cast was definitely informative and a good conversation and peace and blessings to all. All right, and again, once again, it's your boy Gully. You're now tuned in room twelve thirty one. And what's your IG um name on IG? People want to make want to follow you. Honestly, I do not know it because I'm barely on it. I'm so sorry. But the next time if I do a podcast, I got y'all. All right, well, you guys know mine's, and we out. Yeah. Uh-huh. The music.